0: I mean okay so <laughs> what is this concoction no what is this so this is taiwanese street ice which is different um, from taiwanese I... snow ice because mm, that yeah. i love yeah yeah but this is totally different okay and the reason why i know this is like a crazy looking concoction yeah, i wish you guys me. could see this listen i will tell you what it's got in it okay so it's a base of ice it's got basil seed it's got white beans white topping... no, no like white beans yes like... white beans yes <laughs> And they'll actually taste good. You're going to be like, like white bean soup. <laughs> yes. It's got popping boba in it. The strawberry flavored. It's got a red coconut jelly and a coconut jam. Okay. And then I also said- have an IU. That's okay. there's tapioca and then there's like an IU jelly, which is, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like this yellow jelly that I used to grow, like eat growing up and on top is a little bit of sweetened condensed milk and this is the kind of thing that you eat in the middle of summer in Taiwan and the reason why we're doing this wait you got to stir it up you can't because otherwise all the sweet stuff is gonna be at the top but the reason why we're doing this is because Raph and I also went recently to what's the name of the store which one did we go to for this
1: uh east west on Belleville Avenue. It's
0: right on the Yeah, in Bloomfield. You know, no, it's like a yeah. that yeah. ate right, right, yeah. right. It's sort of like got a Filipino kind of like feel to the store. And this of course is resembling Hollow Hollow. Okay? okay? Alright, enjoy, have fun, take a bite.
1: <laughs> That's really good
0: actually. It's really <laughs> no, it's nice. super weird. So we eat this That's like every really so we literally eat this like every night.
1: This is delicious. All
0: right, <laughs> your mouth is full. All
1: right, All right, head to the studio. Back yeah. to the studio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is really good,
1: and it tastes nothing like the other one.
0: I know, but it's totally different. <laughs> it's really good. Welcome to the LOL Girls podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Chu, team lead of CBH Homes at Kevin Williams NJ Metro Group,
1: and I'm Kimberly Curtis. Business Development Director for the Ketchian team at Lone Depot. Okay, it's kind of been a tough week. What do it's... you think? Very tough. Very tough. Busy. Right? I... Drowning. <laughs> Drowning. <laughs> Right? Just trying to tread water. Yeah. Tread water. It's it's been,
0: been- which is weird for August. Although, you know what? I was going to say, August is an interesting time because for a lot of people, they go on vacation. So I feel like you and I are the only ones we're the only in working. town we're working. We're the only people so working so in town. We're drowning because there's so much work to do. You know, it's it's really interesting because I think we all know what this means, that you and I both have the same problem. And what is that problem? We both need to What? higher. Oh my gosh. Okay. Higher. So here, I want to say there's a, there's a saying in real estate. Okay. And that saying is that as you're growing your business, right? For the first, the first part of it, when you have a business that's under 50 million, your biggest challenges in growing are the activities that you're doing. Right? Right. But there's a thing that happens once you go past 50 million in business, then suddenly your challenge is not your activities. It is your, what? It is your talent. Talent. Wow. Oh, that's a. Okay. Mm-hmm. And talent, of course, translates to the definition of hiring, which in real estate translates to the definition of leverage. Okay. So. Um, so when you
1: say leverage, Nancy, what do you. I think that is a great word. I think. Some people think of it differently.
0: So, first, let's define that. Okay. So, specific to our business, okay. Leverage would be, okay, here, I'll I'll give you an example and this will probably make sense, which is when I first started on my own with, you know, off a team on my own, I got myself to a place where I was able to do 14 million in business and 42 units. Okay. Wait, 42 units? Yeah. Yeah. That was by myself. Oh. By myself. That's crazy. That was initially by myself. No admin. Okay. There was no admin coverage. And I have to tell you, um, that was like, (laughs) oh my God, that was like a super tough year. That was a tough year because for me... I mean, I literally, I think I woke up in the morning and worked, ran all the way through the day working. Sometimes I'd have five clients a day. And at the end of the day, I would come home and I would basically collapse. Yep. And but you'd get up and do it all over again. I was, but I was able to do it. It was almost like I needed to prove that I could handle that by myself. Okay. Now I will tell you that once I did finally leverage, I mean, there was a point that you were I mean, I thought, I thought my husband was going to leave me. And he was like, look, you need some help. And at that point, I did bring in an administrative assistant. mm mm-hmm. And within that one year, this admin was able to t- help me go from a $14 million business to a $20 million business. So she was able to bring 60, you know, 6 million to the table just in terms of helping by taking that 80% off my plate, right? So there's another saying in real estate, which is <laughs> you're 80-20. 20% of your activities produce 80% percent of, of the results, business. right? Yep. Yep. And so the 80% part, which to be honest, I wasn't very good at. I wasn't that great at paperwork. I wasn't that great at making appointments. And to be able to take a lot of that sort of more busier work off my plate and yep. give it to somebody else, I was able to spend more time on lead generation, going after listings, you know stuff that would bring new business. And don't
1: you and don't you think too, we're specifically usually talking about real estate and mortgages, but they that 80/20 is across pretty much all, all, business. In all industries. That all is business. and I just want to I want to point that out because I think that 80/20 rule is something that I wish I had learned very much younger. It's a mm-hmm. great rule. Mm-hmm. So 80/20, 80% of your, acti- sorry, 20, <laughs> of your <laughs> activity. sorry, it 20 20% of your activity generate gets you 80% of your business. <laughs> business.
0: Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I am actually going to ask you a question because I think that you and I both have two very different leverage problems. So I'd really I mean, I know I really really like to hear a little bit more about your leverage problems because I feel like we're different. Yeah. So you waited, you hesitate, not hesitated. You, you're very
1: conservative. Yeah. You were very conservative, um,
0: and I have this sort of red light, green light policy with how much money I spend, right. and it was really interesting because I felt like I had to wait a couple of years to figure out whether I was going to be able to consistently do enough business by myself that I felt comfortable enough rent. leveraging and, and and justifying having a salary go out. So I, a lot of that's basically I was very conservative about the spending. So. But that's a little bit different. Let's talk about you. So yours my, is mine is very
1: mine is very, very interesting, very different. So I think I tend to jump into the <laughs> <laughs> I jump into the
0: hiring pool very quickly. And what is the most important that, that I just came out of Raph's mouth? He says this all the time. What is it about hiring? What's the rule? So he taught
1: me, which is great, and I'm going to live by it now. Hire slow. Fire fast. Yes.
0: <laughs> hire slow, fire fast. And I wish I had known that well, years ago. Okay, but it's partially because your personality, you have a tendency to hire for really specific reasons. And maybe it's not always the <laughs> right reason. <laughs> so bad. let's talk a little bit about your leverage. Yeah, your leverage, <laughs> your leverage so issues. I, so
1: I think I hire to fix other people's problems. I think I hire uh, family, friends. Um, because they're, you know, they're reliable, they're lovely, they're friendly, and they're people, love. And they're people I love. And, but that doesn't always make a good employee. So.
0: Oh my gosh. I just realized something. Okay. This is a total like mild departure. I just realized something that I realized that like you have actually made like at least three recommendations for people that you were like, you've got to talk to these people. And every time I talk to them, they're like, this is not what I want. (laughs) No, 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 no. But that's so interesting because you're trying to help them. They're looking looking for for a job. They're looking for something. They're looking for a job. But, so you're like, or, well, can you me, or let me right, give you a, a job. Team. And then what ends up happening is they're like, no, 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 this is not actually what I'm looking for. But I think you're so busy trying to help people yes. find something that maybe, like, and, and I wonder when you hire, do you try to kind of like wedge them into a job because you think it helps? 100%. Yeah. And then
1: I then have a bigger problem because <laughs> Because you've set
0: up, you, because you have a friendship, right? That's the basis of your relationship, as opposed to and and you know you said something so interesting. You talked about your work hat versus your friend hat. I need to stop melding the hats.
1: <laughs> so I I now say um, I don't really need another best friend, and I and I mean I say that because we're both we're both so busy, right, in our careers and our families and our kid, you know, trying to be good parents. Um, I, I don't get to see the best friends that I have enough. <laughs> that's so true. So I don't need another BFF. I need I need a, I need someone that is really good at the job that I'm hiring them for. I've
0: decided we just decided to do this podcast just so we could see each other. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen that's each other. That's true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. So no. But that's, I.
1: Yeah. So I. So here's. The, so yes. So what has been amazing is now working for a big company again. Which I didn't realize till lately that I really missed. I really like working for a um, a, a big organization, a big corporation. And one of the things that I'm very lucky to have, which you don't have, Mm. is HR. So a (laughs) shout out to Dana. I hope she listens to this. Human Resources. Human Resources. So are they helping you? She's been great. So she's helped tremendously. She's doing the first. Um, first phone interview. And then the other person that's been extremely helpful is my business coach Mm. and shout out to Amy Donaldson. And she was really helpful because I needed to start getting into, into the weeds. I need to get very specific, which I never have before about what this job does. (gasps) Oh, okay. That's that's really huge for me.
0: I, I wanted to sort of point back because I think that, you know, you had a previous business coach. Yes. And I'm so happy to hear you say that your relationship with your business coach is good because I felt like with your previous business coach, you almost became friends friends yeah which got in the way of the ability to actually coach right. you
1: and that's my like, and that's my problem not as much as the business coach's problem <laughs> so
0: then we have to make sure that whatever hire you end up with now right. you kind of don't turn them into a friend right. where you end up you know right. having the the hats get all mixed up again right. it's funny i actually wrote this down after when we talked about it and i find it really interesting so for me I I think, and I hope you don't mind a little bit of advice. I feel like there are three things that you have to do to make sure that the hire that you yeah. end up making is really good. Yep. And the first one is, I think you should make sure you have extremely clear expectations, both of you. You know what to expect from your hire. Your hire knows what to expect from from you. Super clear expectations about what that relationship is going to be, and what that job description is going to be. Met- matrix. Yep. Absolutely. I was going to say very clear parameters and metrics is a great word because you're looking to figure out what you're going to hold them against. Account- right, right. Like, what's the yep. accountability for, like metric here? Um, That's great advice. I'm, uh, my suggestion is definitely a 30, 60, 90. I'm going to be the first oh. to tell you that I'm not great myself. What is with- that? Okay. The 30, 60, 90 is. If you're going to bring in a new hire, actually it's you know what's funny, we are just we just finished revamping our 30 60 90 for new buyers agents mm-hmm. and we have a clear set of expectations of what we expect them to know how to do by the end of 30 days, mm. another set of expectations after the end of 60 days and another set after the end of 90 days. I'm loving this. Yeah, and we do some like and we do sort of check ins at, at 30 days, at 60 days, at 90 days to see if we're still on the same page, to see if the metrics feel like they're working, whether we're asking too much, asking too little, are they are they zooming ahead or, or are they lagging behind? Um, and just to make sure that it's and also, still are, what she wants or what I want. Right. Or, also, exactly. is it a
1: good fit? That is, yeah. is it a good fit? It's I you know, I jokingly say, but it's totally true. This is it, this is like dating, right? This is yeah. a work <laughs> relationship. <laughs> like, you know, not only only are they good at their job, but is it a good fit? Swipe left. Swipe
0: right. Can I I tell you,
1: I was going to say, I I I love this. I'm going to steal. I love the 30, 60, 90. So thank you. you That's great. Use that for every single
0: thing that you do. It's so funny. I know (laughs) the 80, 20, but the 30, 60, 90, that's great. I love it. But it feels like, I, I do feel like it's something that you could do in any situation. Like, I don't think it's just about hire. You know, it could be about, you know, if you decided to use a different tool, Give that a 30, 60, 90 to see if it's working for you. If it's not working for you, if it's not meeting your expectations, then you have to be able to move on. So I'm actually really excited for you to do this hire. I think it's gonna help you a lot because I'm tired of scraping you off the floor. <laughs> so on so, so
1: that's that's a great that's great advice. So I'm gonna put it back on you. Oh great. So why I want you to tell me why you think you've been so conservative with hiring. Like what do you think
0: it is? So like, I'm slow to hire. So <laughs> you hire I'm your friend. I hire my friend. I'm and slow to hire. Um, well, I have to tell you that I have found myself. It's so funny because the phrase that I use for it now is, "I always do my planning." My business planning has a tendency to be rearview mirror based. Like I always go back, and that's partially because I've always felt that I need to have historical data in order to help me to point in the right direction moving forward. Perhaps I rely oftentimes too much on historical data. And I don't necessarily, you know, set up. Here, this is how I'm going to say this, which is, I think that I perhaps have had moments where I have not had the self confidence, and I can't believe wow. I'm saying that. No, I can't believe I am saying that because you know me. I'm I know the loudest person in the room. Yeah,
1: but that's a whole. Not- Listen, that is being very transparent and honest, and I think that is is a whole episode because I think that's. I think we all. Feel that even if we project that there people don't moments, understand that we, yeah,
0: right. Where yeah. I know that you have woken 100%. up, that I have woken up, and I listen. We, I, real estate wise, we both survived the Great Recession. I started in oh 0- eight, in started the worst Good time to start real estate. Right. But I was gonna say that time frame. I we mean, survived. every day we, we survived, woke survived, up though. going. Mm-hmm. I remember waking up going are we going to have business today? And it's funny because that has sort of stained me a little bit. It still sits with me. It still sits on my shoulder. This like, are we going to have business today? Is anyone going to buy a house today? Is anyone going to buy a house? house house Is anyone ever going to love me again? Like that sort of feeling. And I think... Um, that that has definitely translated. And so I tend to be conservative because I have a little bit of that constant fear at the back of my mind of what happens if the market crashes, even though logically I know that we're okay and that the market's good. and um, But so I'm trying, it's almost like I'm like physically cranking my head away from the rear view towards moving forward. And even though now I know That if I have done the right things, which is put into place systems and and processes that produce business, which I have been struggling. I'm 17 years in this business and I have been cranking on these processes. And I have to say, like, these processes work like business comes every day because we have systems in place and I need to stop having that kind of, like, fear thing in my gut. Right. Um, so that's been definitely a challenge. Well, I
1: think, too, I think to your I'll, – I'll defend you on this one, and I, we handle – I think we do it for different reasons. I think you take it very seriously about, you know, this is also someone's life. This is their – this yes. is how they're feeding oh their gosh. family. Oh,
0: my gosh. You're not
1: like, well, if it doesn't work out, then we won't. You know, like, that's – it's a very serious that, thing. They're uh, leaving a probably a current job. A, cur- a, a current job. A current job. job. Yeah. Um, and so you really take that as – you know, it's a it's very a responsibility. Serious, it's a responsibility.
0: That is responsibility. Yeah.
1: I, I do, and then I, you. like your, like your lovely husband has said, <laughs> higher slow, fire fast. I have held on too long, yes, in
0: the past because of the relationship, and I've seen situations where you're like. I, this didn't get done the way I wanted it to, right. and then you're kind of in a in a position now. Where you I'm doing don't know how to them. <laughs> no, but listen, your that job has just been handed back to you, and if it's been handed back to you, then it's not the right hire. Right. I mean, what's the point of hiring somebody if you end up having to redo what's being done? Right. So I, I agree. Like that's that is not the direction we want to go. Hire in. slow, fire fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed you said that three times. Thanks, Raph. It's Almost like a mantra at <laughs> the back of no, your head. No, I think head. that's a really good one. That's a great one. I listen. I do. I do agree with you. It is a huge responsibility to take somebody on and to and to offer them a, a situation because I agree. You could be taking them from another job or preventing them from another opportunity. And, you know, as you know, I got a, our team right now. We got like 14 yeah. people wow. on the team. It kind of freaks yeah. me out a little yeah. bit. Um, but I, I, I get stronger every day, and I do know at this point that we are looking to leverage at the next level, just like you are. Right. And I think some people, you know, I'll, I'll give a shout out to
1: to Barrett and to Cheryl. I think a lot of people um, on on our t- that deal with Barrett and the catching team and myself, they don't realize how many people we have on our team. When I'm about to say this number, you're going to freak out. I think we're up to like 34. No, that sounds or right. 35. This kind of that you do, but people were like, "What?" And I'm like, um, "It's not just Barrett and." <laughs> and, and, and my loan guys, the whole processing team. Yeah, huge. So team. It's, it's a lot of people, and that's a lot of responsibility. So well, I'm glad we take it seriously. So okay, All so right. leverage,
0: Let's, leverage. What's the takeaway? Let's sort of bring this back. And what is the takeaway of this whole leverage conversation? So mine is
1: be super clear with my metrics mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my expectations for this new hire. And, and and literally I'm hiring right now which this is this is a great topic uh, and I think it's a lot of th- it's something everyone struggles with and um do the, the 30 60 90 that's great I, love, I it. love that thank you that's great and I'm here to say um to all my family and friends or friends of friends do not oh, no. do not <laughs> apply <laughs> do not apply if we're reasonably close <laughs> but in all seriousness that's my so Hire
0: slow and and fire fast. So what about you? Takeaway. So those are my takeaways. Uh, I will tell you that I think my biggest takeaway is trust in the processes that we put into place. Yes. Trust the systems. Trust that. Okay. And look back, but don't linger. Right. Look back, look, but don't linger. Look back. It's part of yep. what it, it is part of what points me forward, but then definitely step forward. Step into the light, Nancy, <laughs> the light. And it's okay. Let someone else do the job that they're better at, that you're not as good oh, at. Oh, that's a big one. Because that's we, true we got to talk about that sometime. Let someone else do it. Let that part go. It's okay. It will be okay. If you build it, they, they will come. come. Oh, my God. I love a movie. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> my here <laughs> or there. Who knew that one of my favorite movies would be a sports movie? I know. Movie. That is so kind of funny. Sporty. That is funny. <laughs> um, listen, I want to sort of r- start to wrap this up. And this particular day, in terms of our loves... Yeah. We're going to... Every time we talk about what, what do we love... And, and in terms of our loves, um, I have to say... Uh, can I go first? Because this one was kind of a big deal to me. Yes. No, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yesterday... I spent the day – it took us three hours. Traffic was horrible in oh 95. I wanted oh. to like, ah, oh, stab, stab. Oh. Um, did you go to Connecticut? Yes, yeah, so oh. I did. As soon oh, did my you God, 95. 95. I love as you say 95? Connecticut. No, I do too, but did you say 95? I know, but you're like, oh. But I got – so I, I went to Connecticut because um, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, her father passed away nine months ago from COVID, which is one of those things. It was like a terrible shame because, honestly – no there one was no had to have died from right. covid you know so um this was just it was really it was really hard he died 9 months ago but they were not able to have a service until now um and i got to go and see them nice. and the most amazing part of it for me and the part that i truly love is that you have to understand his name was skip and okay so After I graduated from college, I spent a year working for like nothing at the Long Wharf Theater, you know, back in my theater theater days, (laughs) days, you know, when I was, when I was an artist. Um, And I I mean, it was the most amazing time in my life. I made like no money and uh, I was so broke and Skip, Lisa's dad was like, Why don't you come live with Mary? So he had a yeah, so because he lived nearby, and I remember just being like, "Oh my god, really?" And he just like let me move into his house. Um, This might sound a little controversial. I love this. He called me might be he called me his Chinese daughter. (laughs) He's like my Chinese daughter, and which was super cute, super cute, and we. I'll be honest with you. Like we lived like college kids, we were like I think we ate <laughs> pizza every, every night. night. We oh, were that's like, awesome! That's we great. Were like, Let's eat pizza tonight, <laughs> you know? Because we were like we were all working. Let's eat pizza. Or sometimes I would cook. Every once in a while, I would cook for him. Um, and his and and uh, Lisa's younger brother Mark was in and out of the house all the time too. So it was like having it was a family. like a little family fratish party. It was totally like college. having <laughs> a separate Aww. family in Connecticut Aww. and. I have to say, this man was so generous. Like, just so you know, he was a Vietnam vet. Like, he probably suffered from PTSD mm. all of his life. And yet, he was incredibly generous and opened his home to me. And Yo, the only price so I had to lovely. pay was to walk his giant dog, Chumley for so much while. I'm joking. I'm joking. Chumley, <laughs> Chumley was enormous. <laughs> Super unfriendly to everybody, Chun-Li. and smelled horrific. <laughs> oh, by the way, that sounds um, awful. Uh, yeah, although family loved me, and um, he would drag me down the street because he was probably like heavier than I like. He was now hard. I'm understanding so the pack of dogs. Strong. Now this I'm understanding pack the, dogs, the pack of dogs. But, now,
1: but that's lovely. But but that love is the love.
0: That's that is love. Is how much love their family had for me, and I have to say that with, with wanting nothing in return. They didn't ask for anything in return, and i I have to tell you, I'm that's, so that's, completely bummed. I'm so uh, sorry at the loss of him. anyway, so uh, that's my love for. so the, for I
1: so I have had kind of a, you know, a little down week. Um, my youngest is away at boarding school for the first time, and I'm just, you know, I'm just having a hard time with it. So I am gonna do something that I love to make my laugh, to make me laugh, to make us laugh before we start bawling our eyes out.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm,
1: I'm, and I, I need to not
0: ball. So, Please, tell me something so good. I darling. love lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I almost just snarf my water. Oh, my God. I love lipstick. So
1: my love of lipstick started at an early age. And it came from my mother, Mimi. We all love Mimi. And I remember Mimi. My mom was, like, she was super young. She was, like, the cool mom. And she was, like, beautiful, right? And I remember Mimi had this, I still can see it, this gold Tube from Revlon and it wasn't it, she loved lipstick but this particular one it was like an obsession she would use it like 50 times a day it was the thickest lip gloss I've ever seen in my life I just I mean this is what I these are memories that I have right it's like putting on this lip gloss 20 times a day Anyway, so I have become. I love lip gloss. So my favorite. So my favorite lip gloss. <laughs> she just pulled out. Her I just pulled out the my way, lipstick to, show, to let you guys and, know what it is. And and you can't see us, but what did I do before we started this? I put, put on, on lipstick, my lipstick.
0: Yes. Yes. You know, because you should put on lipstick for a podcast. I, yeah, that, no one's gonna. You know, no one's so gonna they can see tell it. the difference. Oh, when yeah, you, yeah. but, when I, but when it makes talk. me. So
1: here's the other reason I love it. So I love it because I think. I think deep down, it makes me. Think of my mom and I and I miss my parents terribly because we usually see each other several times a year and we haven't because of COVID. Right. right so I right. think it's that little like, oh, and I think connection. my little connection to my mom every day, 50 times a day when I'm putting on my lipstick. And then the other thing is, I just, you know, we're busy moms. We're busy career women. And there's no time, so I feel much better when I just put on my lipstick. So I'm I have not coned my hair, <laughs> but if I just put on lip- lipstick, <laughs> totally. I'm be totally dressed. It's fine. So <laughs> I sh- can face this. day. Shout out! And so here's the thing: I, you know, those that know me very well are going to laugh because I do like some higher end things in life. Mm-hmm. Lipstick <laughs> is not one of them. I, I love. CVS, <laughs> it's it is L'Oreal, it's number nine two two, and it's called laminated fuchsia. Check it out. It's well, how my. How much is that? How it's my, is that? my signature color. It's nine ninety nine. Nine, $9. $9. It's, it's, a, a awesome. CVS. So I love it. That's I'm, my. That's my love. Of I'm glad. I'm
0: glad. Listen. Look. If you need. It's a little injection every so now and then of a little, I feel good about myself. That's right. It's totally okay. I'm all about it. All right, guys. So I think we're going to draw this to a close today. (laughs) So we're going to try to do that thing where we close this out and we're going to say, Hey, please, if you guys like what you heard, come and like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. I think we're like kind of all over all the place them. now. <laughs> yeah. And oh, and by the way, Kim can be found on Instagram at YankeeChicks16. Chicks is C-H-I-X. You'll find my lipstick. <laughs> and, you, and
1: you can find Nancy at on Instagram at to Baldwin Holmes. Perfect.
0: All right, guys. So come and seek us out because we don't have enough like online friends, I guess. Um, it just but FYI, we have heard a little bit of shade about the LOL girl's name for the podcast. And though I've also had other people say that they loved it but I will bet you that none of you will ever forget it. LOL Girls Podcast all the way, baby. Here to stay. Right. Although, I have to tell you, it sounds much better than what my husband suggested, which was Important (laughs) Important Business Lady Real Estate Podcast. Oh, no.
1: No. Nice, Raph. Nice.
0: He's like, you should name it Important Important Business Real Estate Lady Podcast. That was (laughs) great. That's great. That's great. No one will forget that. Yeah, I think we're going to stick with LOL Girls. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you soon. Ciao.